Welcome to Truth and Liberty. Thank you for joining our interactive daily broadcast where trusted leaders bring insights and analysis to the issues from a biblical perspective. According to the Bible, it's the truth you know that sets you free. So call in today to get biblical answers, information, and resources to help you stand for truth and effect godly change in our nation and the world. And now here's your host, Alex McFarland. What are the areas of stewardship in the life of a Christian? And here's another question. In these times in which we live, how can a person be a good steward, in fact, a fruitful steward over their finances? Well, hi, good evening. Welcome to Truth and Liberty. Alex McFarland here. So honored that you're watching. Folks, we have got a great show and we've got an incredible guest that I'm so excited for you to meet, Art Alley of the Timothy Plan. I'll introduce him in just a second. But I want to open up and talk about something that's on everybody's mind every day, and that's the economy. Everybody is concerned about the economy. Interest rates have gone up. Under Bidenomics, we are experiencing record inflation, or at least the highest rates of inflation that we've seen in quite a number of years. And Christians are concerned, everybody's concerned, but especially God's people are concerned about what to do in these and the days ahead regarding their finances. Well, I don't use the term lightly, but tonight we have an expert that we'll speak with in just a moment. We're going to take calls and questions. And so if you've got questions about the subject matter tonight, the number, might want to write it down. And in a few moments, we'll pick up the phone and get questions. But the number for questions is 719-619-2341. 719-619-2341. But you know, in the Bible, so much we find in the Word of God about stewardship. If you're a born-again believer, really, you are a steward, which really means manager. You're not really an owner. Do you know, actually, it's very liberating as a believer to know that we don't really, really own anything. We are owned by the Lord. Jesus bought us with the most precious commodity in the universe, His own blood. And Paul asked this question Really, in 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20, Paul asks a rhetorical question. Now, a rhetorical question is one in which the answer is actually somewhat obvious. And Paul asks this question. He says, what? Don't you know that you're bought with a price? In other words, we were purchased. The Lord Jesus purchased us out of the uh, enslavement of sin and lostness. And so we were, as Paul writes, we were servants of sin, but now we're the bond slaves of the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And in 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20, Paul says this, we're bought with a price, therefore we are to glorify God in our mortal bodies. Now, there are a number of areas in which we're supposed to very deliberately think about how we handle our life, we manage the things entrusted to us, and we are, yes, to glorify God and bear fruit for our Savior. Well, there's a man I've admired for a long time, and he's been helping people do just that. I, I just have such respect for Art Alley on so many levels. I met him 
oh, I don't know, eight or nine years ago through a mutual friend, a dear friend, Paul Blair, who's one of America's great pastors in Oklahoma. And there was a, a big event in Florida called the Boot Camp, and it was designed to help pastors and Christian leaders really get in gear and make a difference, just like the heart and, and uh, purposes of truth and liberty. And this man is uh, a lot of things, a financial expert. He's a visionary Christian leader. But uh, the best thing I could say about Art Alley, from everything I know, he's a man that has totally given himself and his life and his abilities and his influence to the great commission of our Lord Jesus Christ. He's graciously given us of his time this evening to be on Truth and Liberty. A lot to talk about. Without further further ado, our guest this evening of the Timothy Plan, Art Alley. Welcome, my friend. Alex, you are too kind. You used the term expert. I looked around to see where he was. Uh, but uh, what an honor it is to be with you. You're doing a great work, man. Well, God is good. Hey, I, I want you to uh, cue this up. And folks, we will take calls and you can pose questions to Art Alley of the Timothy Plan in just a moment. But tell us about yourself and the Timothy Plan, uh, what it is, what you do. And then I've got some questions I want to ask you. But uh, lay out your, your workforce, if you would, Art. Not sure. Uh, and I'll try to be brief. Uh, you know, I've been in the investment industry for 45 years now. Now, you may not notice that. You know, I do have, I used to have dark hair when I started, but uh, about, uh, oh Lord, 30 years ago, Alex, I really got convicted. You know, we're here in Orlando, and I'm sorry for anybody who can't live here, it's halfway to heaven. Um, but we're here in Orlando, and I'm I'm battling abortion and pornography on the streets of Central Florida, and helping people invest money. When it it began to increasingly occur to me, you know what? I'm helping my Christian clients and friends invest money, God's money that He provides them with, and it's going into companies that are funding, for lack of a better term, an unholy agenda. It just mm. made no sense. Uh, and I really did. I, I researched the entire industry, and you know, I'd been in it long enough where I knew where to go. And nobody was screening out owning these companies. And so it was time to make a decision. I went home and talked to my wife, Bonnie, and you know anybody married out there learns you better talk to your wife because God gives them uh, a real certain sense. They don't even have to Amen. understand. Uh, and I've hey, got, I got to say I this. Huh? Uh, I, listen, this is so good. I've got a, a, a friend and he says that for a Christian man, a Christian wife is the Holy Spirit in a skirt. <laughs> Amen. Amen. One, one yeah. of the greatest things about, and I don't mean to get us off topic, but about okay. a Christian couple is men, listen to your wives because a godly, spirit-filled wife is, is just the greatest voice in the life of a Christian man for sure, isn't it? Well, and it wouldn't be appropriate, but I could take my shirt off and show you the scars of all the times I didn't listen to her. Uh, God does give them uh, a real sense. And, uh, you know, she is home with the Lord now, but I've been blessed, Alex, 
he allowed me to be married to the love of my life for 61 years, eight months, and nine days. And then Praise gave me kids, he ushered her home. I mean, how many people get to say that? Uh, Blessings but to you, Anyway, she, she liked the idea. And I said, well, Bonnie, you know, it means I got to do research and development. And that's when I learned what that really meant. And Alex, for the way I can identify with research and development, it means all out go and no income. And it mm. took two years of really researching to put it together. She actually came up with the name Timothy uh, from 1 Timothy 5.8 and 5.22. Um, and off we went. And uh, actually, people started hammering me to write a book about our experience. And I don't like to do that, Alex. I'm probably a little on the lazy side. But finally. I doubt that. Well, it took them five years of beating on me. And finally, I said, you know what? This has to be put down in writing. God is still working miracles. And Timothy plan is front and center of proof of that. Uh, yeah. You know, I could spend the rest of our time going after time after time after time. where He's the chairman of our board. Christ is. And uh, the miracles that have happened. Uh, there's no other explanation for. But at any rate, we, we did launch it. My friends on Wall Street said, Allie, you are nuts. I said, what do you mean I'm nuts? They said, you cannot create an investment platform, a mutual fund family, which is what we are, and screen out the largest, most profitable companies in the industry and expect to get good investment returns. Well, Alex, my response to them then is the same as my response is today. If, which is a big word, if you are a Bible-believing Christian, obedience trumps performance every single time. Amen. And, you know, Alex, that was 30 years ago, and we're still here. And over 30 years, we have proven you don't have to own those companies to get competitive investment returns. Uh, we've done very well. You know, we're not uh, like my friend Dan Celia used to say, if you're trying to get 18 and 20 percent a year, I'm not your guy. Well, we're not your guy. We'll get consistent returns. We've got good money managers. But you don't have to own those companies. And why would you? And, yeah. you know, my my first uh, uh, challenge to investors, and it took them a long time to be thinking in these terms, was how much money, Alex, do you want to invest in abortion? Mm. Which was one of our, and of course, the answer should be zero. Zero. Yeah, of course. But if you're investing in companies that are funding abortion and contributing to Planned Parenthood and, you know, behind all that. Uh, you are an owner of some of those companies. Uh, so yeah. we started, uh, we, we drew a line in the sand, and that line has not changed. We will not own uh, shares of any company that's involved in abortion, pornography, uh, this uh, transgender stuff, promoting uh, sure. you know, LGBTQ++ agenda. Uh, and we're, we don't judge anybody, but we just won't own companies that are promoting that kind of stuff. Anti-family entertainment. And, you know, there's a lot of them out there. Oh, my word. And, yeah. and Art, let me, let me say this. I mean, this year, 
talking about woke uh, wokeness in corporate America, I think of two companies. I, I think of Anheuser-Busch and Target. Amen. Now, uh, and Anheuser-Busch, I'm, I'm only speaking for myself here. I mean, it would absolutely suit me for them to go out of business. But, you know, earlier this year, Anheuser-Busch with their Bud Light product, which I don't endorse, categorically don't endorse that, but they had the uh, transgender spokesperson and their their uh, net worth in the marketplace has fallen by the billions. And then Target, I read about three or four days ago, Art, that Target has lost at least 15 to 18 billion because they've been so pro-LGBTQ trans and even uh, the, the pride gear aimed at children. So uh, uh, let me say clearly, Art, don't you think everybody realizes now there's a battle for the moral soul of corporate America, isn't there? Well, there really is, Alex. And I'll tell you, those two examples, to me, are encouraging. Because finally, those who claim to have biblical values are standing up and doing something, and they're doing something by voting with their feet. They're not, they're not participating. Uh, you know, the Bud Light was plain stupid. I mean, they offended their basic audience, you know, these truck drivers and the guys that, that drink that stuff. But I mean, uh, it is encouraging. Finally, we're starting to wake up from our slumber and take steps because, Alex, uh, we are in a war for the soul of America, but it is always about the money. And right. the other side, has, they know how to weaponize the money. Uh, we don't. We just mind our own business and try to live and let live. And, and in the meantime, this uh, this country is going down to the pit of hell on grease skids, unfortunately. Uh, so I'm encouraged so, by those two examples. Yes, I am. Uh, me too. Liz, I want to talk about that a little bit, but I want you to give your website, The Timothy Plan. And folks, if you're a Christian uh, this represents mutual funds made up of companies that are going to support God and country, not attack it. What's the website of the Timothy Plan, Art? Well, uh, that's substantially correct, Alex. But, you know, we're a biblically-based mutual fund family. Okay. And the scripture is clear. There's none righteous, not one. So we're not investing in companies that are promoting godly principles. Uh, there aren't any publicly traded companies. Uh, okay. What we are doing is not owning companies that are funding an unholy agenda. And there is a clear line to, uh, uh, separating those. Our website, right. which is easy to navigate, because that was my one rule, I am not a techie. And I wanted to make sure I could navigate it, is timothyplan.com, very simple timothyplan.com. And uh, there's a lot of stuff on there, not just our mutual funds, but other stuff, Alex. Uh, mm -hmm. You mentioned, you know, and uh, we talked a little bit about money. Uh, and, and I got so frustrated with the way I'm seeing Christians not understanding how they should be uh, taking the money God's entrusted to them and being good stewards. So I hibernated, and this is about 20 years ago now and developed a biblical stewardship study course. It's not Art Alley's opinion. 
It is a resource that anybody can use of what the Bible says about handling money from cradle to grave. Because mm -hmm. the, the problem we have, Alex, in Christendom is all of our training on handling money, which is the most central thing in anybody's life, comes from the world, not the church. Right. You know, you go to church and raise your holy hands on Sunday, but come Monday, you're back in a mess again, and usually money's the center of that mess. Mm -hmm. So this biblical stewardship study course is on our website on the home page. You may have to scroll down a little bit. It is a nine-hour course, but what a resource it is for people. We don't charge anything for it. Anybody can go to that website, click on it, uh, make your own password up, and it's your course. Uh, you, you, you do a half hour and come back in two weeks, do another half hour. But it is revealing because it compares what the world is teaching us on handling money to what God's word says, and it's always 180 degrees apart. A Amen. Amen. So, so let me ask you this. How, how does your team go about evaluating companies and where, where can Christians invest in good conscience? Where should Christians stay away? How, how do you begin to analyze all that? Well, we've got a pretty simple model. Uh, number one, we don't manage the money. Alex, if I manage the money, I wouldn't invest in Timothy because that's not my skill. We don't manage right. the money. We engage professional money management firms who, I mean, they are best of class in the various asset classes of the different funds we have. What right. we add to the, to the mix is we do the research here in Orlando, I've got five full-time people that do nothing but look beneath the radar to see what these companies really are doing. Uh, and it used to be they did it in secret. Now they're so bold, they're out there, you know, in front of everybody. Uh, but we tell these money managers, you can invest anything you want to unless it fails our basic biblical moral screens. And you cannot mm -hmm. own any of those companies for our any of our funds or our shareholders. So it works, it works very well. Are, are you at liberty to share some of, some of the names of some of the companies that make up uh, the mutual funds? Well, uh, you know, I'm not the guy that selects them. Our money managers do, you know, all of our funds, they own about, uh, I don't know, 100, 150 different companies. So they're all well diversified, but uh, you know, they and I'm hesitant to name names. I'm going to name two names that uh, sometimes get me in trouble. But I think they are at the core of the problem in the investment world. And they're money managers. The worst one is BlackRock. And people are finally starting to wake up to what BlackRock is doing. BlackRock manages over $10 trillion dollars. Right behind them is Vanguard, and they manage oh, trillion dollars. And what these companies, they are promoting the wokeness in corporate America. And really? they're the ones that took, they own so many shares, Alex, of these publicly traded companies that they have influence on their policy. And, and, what and they do, were, do, 
Go, or ahead. listen to this. I've got to tell you, forgive me for interrupting. Um, there, there was a, a Christian money manager in my home state of North Carolina that I used to work with. And I'm not saying this man wasn't a godly man. Uh, I think he loved the Lord. But he preached at, at Angie and me, invest in Vanguard, invest in Vanguard, invest yeah. in va Vanguard. Can you believe yeah. that? Yeah. Well, you know, they uh, what they're doing, Alex, is you've heard ESG, those terms. I mean, people have pretty much gotten familiar with them. And the terms that the other side uses do not mean what the terms generally say. In other okay. words, when I was growing up, gay meant something much different than it means today. But right. environmental is the E, and they're promoting this environmental agenda to gain control of everything. Uh, S is social. You know, you think Timothy's a social fund. We're not going to invest. You know, we screen out the bad guys. Well, their term social means something very different. You're promoting a whole agenda there. And then governance. And what they've convinced, because they own so much and have so much influence in the corporate boardroom, that they are scoring these corporations on their ESG score. Right. Back when I started, Alex, when you invested in a company, you invested in it because it was profitable, it was going to make money. Uh, they've gotten their eye off of that ball trying to make these behemoths happy with their ESG score. And that is contrary. Uh, and they're sacrificing their profitability. So nobody's going to end up doing well. And they're finally figuring that out. And, uh, you know, I'm proud of some states that are exposing BlackRock and their evil agenda. Uh, the right. guy that runs that is is worse than George Soros. He's got so much influence over so many areas because money wow. runs it all. Uh, but anyway, those are the only names I'm really comfortable sharing. They're, they're, they're well, well, let me ask you this. Agenda. We've heard so many stories about wokeness in corporate America, Disney, Coke, uh, of course, the, the debacles with Target and Heiser Bush. So here's my question. You know, I, I'm just a simple guy. Uh, you know, uh, a car maker makes automobiles. Right. A restaurant sells food. You know, department stores sell clothing and housewares. How did America's major corporations basically kowtow and bow before activists that uh, have very anti-America, anti-Christian agendas. I mean, what's the incentive? I, I don't get it. What's the incentive to get in the hip pocket of these ideologues? Yeah. Well, you know, the the ones pursuing that agenda are very loud. They're nasty, and they and they act upon their convictions. Well, we're more quiet, and you know, we're we pay attention to our families and 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 stay out of uh, all of that. But the real uh, motivator on these companies going woke are the two I just mentioned. They own so many shares. BlackRock owned. Just listen to one example. They own so many shares of Exxon that they insisted on putting three of their people. Uh, environmentalists, believe it or not, on the board of Exxon. And so Exxon is getting their eye off their major production of oil and gas and you know, fuel and all of that and going green. 
it is the force of people willing to weaponize their money in order to enforce their agenda. And what we're learning on our side is we can too. Uh, not mm. that we're forcing anything. And my friend Dan Celia that we talked about before we went on yeah. air, he used to, you know, he had a, a wide following of people. What a, I miss that guy, man. And he was of, a close friend of our family as well. Oh, he was. But, you know, he used to, people would call in and, you know, he talked years ago to the uh, president of Caterpillar because Caterpillar was on his screen list. And he'd call him and say, Dan, why are you attacking? He said, why in the world are you engaging in this culture war? Uh, yeah. You make great machinery, just make your machines. Just Don't make be, the bulldozers. Make them. Uh, I'm not going to ask you to go down to the river and get baptized, although I wish you would, but I'm not going to just stay out of the culture war. Uh, but the money is driving it. Uh, make no mistake about that, Alex. And the big money, you know, we're uh, we're doing okay at Timothy. We've got $2 billion now. But you Amen. compare us to BlackRock, we don't have near the clout they do. Uh, but we should. We should Amen. because studies, studies showed 65% of all the money invested in all mutual funds, which is a humongous amount is invested by people who claim to be born again Christians. Wow. What if we would wow. operate uh, according to our convictions, America would change overnight, Alex. Yeah. And, you know, um, I, I still, I believe that the wealth and the money and uh, the increase is going to reside with God's people, not only because Christians and People of a moral conscience generally have a better work ethic. They know what it is to live within their means. They know what deferred gratification is. They, they don't live by debt, but they wait till they can pay cash very often. But uh, there's not only just the good basic principles of uh, living within your means, but then there's the favor and the blessing of God. So, uh, you know, if money makes the world go round, uh, Christians throughout history have generally had wealth and financial success very often, haven't they? Well, they have. They have. And, you know, in, in this biblical stewardship study course that I mentioned, uh, I use a couple of, of pretty clear examples that anybody can relate to. And the one question I ask is, do you know anybody that, want, that doesn't want to make more money? Anybody. And the answer is always no. Yeah. Uh, and when they make more money, what do they want, Alex? They want more. And when right. they make that, what do they want? They want more. It's like yeah. uh, Satan has convinced us because we're trained by the world on handling money. We don't handle it properly. We, you're, you're absolutely right. If we did, we could have such an impact. But if money, more money was the answer to happiness, why are the majority of the wealthiest people in the world among the most miserable? Money wow. is not the end. Nothing wrong with money. I'm not, uh, don't misunderstand. But God wants us to be content with what we have because he gives us what we need. And if we can be content with that, there's nothing wrong with making more. 
But the more you make, Alex, the more closed-fisted you become on that money and the more it becomes kind of drifts you away from faith in God and you become having faith in the money. And that is... Well, you uh, know, I think about that. I think about the quote by Augustine 1,600 years ago. St. Augustine said, the heart is restless till it rests in thee. Folks, we've got to take a break. We're talking with Art Alley of the Timothy Plan. Stewardship, financing, and how to navigate the... uh, the times in which we live. Stay tuned. Truth and Liberty is back after this with your calls, 719-619-2341. Don't go away. We're back with Art Alley after this. At Truth and Liberty Coalition, we work to unify, educate, and mobilize the body of Christ to change nations. That's why I want to encourage you to go to our website at truthandliberty.net and subscribe so that you can begin receiving regular updates uh, about our show, news items, action alerts, blog posts, and much, much more. Uh, all you have to do is go to the website, click subscribe, share your email address, and you'll begin to be equipped to stand for truth in the public square. You were created with a purpose, written in the heart of God, long before you were born. He is calling you to find it. We want to help you experience His unconditional love, to be equipped and empowered to become a world changer. At Truth and Liberty Coalition, we have big plans to make a big impact. If you want to be a part of turning our nation back to God, I want to invite you to become a supporter of Truth and Liberty. You can go on our website at truthandliberty.net to the donate page and make a gift there. And you can also sign up to be uh, make a recurring automatic gift of $5 or more per month, and then you'll become a Truth and Liberty member. And uh, our gifts to Truth and Liberty are not tax deductible, but I promise you, God sees your generosity. So go to Truth and Liberty and become a member today. Welcome back to Truth and Liberty. Alex McFarland here. So honored to be speaking with Art Alley of the Timothy Plan. And I urge you to check out his website. Hey, let me talk a little bit about Truth and Liberty, folks. We've got a very significant conference coming up in September. So it's just about a month away, the Truth and Liberty Conference, which is September 7 through 9. It's going to be in Woodland Park, Colorado at the incredible, incredible campus of Karis Bible College. I just got the newsletter today from Andrew Womack Ministries, and I'm going to be there. David Barton is going to be there. Richard Harris, a lot of incredible presenters. We're talking about so many great things, much of the content that we talk about on the show about growing in the Lord and being salt and light in the culture. So if you go to the website, truthandliberty.net, let me encourage you to make plans to come to the Truth and Liberty Fall Conference just a month from now. The other thing I would say is consider supporting Truth and Liberty. The website, truthandliberty.net slash donate. Just in recent uh, weeks, it's been my honor to have on Steve Dace from The Blaze and Frank Gaffney uh, of uh, the uh, Center for Securing Freedom. And both of those guys and others, they'll call me right after the show and they'll say, oh my goodness, Truth and Liberty is amazing that the content is so needed 
for God and country to mobilize people to stand for truth. And we want to encourage you to participate. Uh, if you would make a recurring monthly gift of at least $5, you would be considered a partner in, in calling our nation back to God. So may the Lord bless you as you do that. Again, truthandliberty.net slash donate. Well, so honored to have our guests. We're going to go to calls in just a moment. The call number, if you have a question for Art Alley or myself, the call number is 719-619-2341, and we will get, get there in just a moment. Art, for those that uh, may just be tuning in, give us the website of the Timothy Plan, please. Sure. It's very simple, timothyplan.com, or you can call us. 1-800-TIM-PLAN is you'd have to pick it out of the of the pad, but you will have a human being answer the phone who will connect you with another human being that will answer your questions. We don't do the computer stuff as efficient as that may be. Um, and I get frustrated when I try to call some of these numbers. You can't get through to, to a, a person. Uh, but here yeah. you can. So timothyplan.com or 1-800-TIM-PLAN. Now, uh, I first met you some years ago at a very wonderful gathering for pastors and leaders, uh, the boot camps. And first of all, uh, I remember uh, Paul Blair and some of my friends. I, I saw some acquaintances there that I knew, and everybody was talking about Art Alley, having the vision to put these on. So I want to thank you. But tell us about the, the, the boot camps for leaders that you do, and what's the vision of that? Oh, sure. You know, all we do, unfortunately, we're the major funder behind these things. I wish others would step up. And audience, if anybody wants to join us, call me. I'd love to have you co-sponsor. Uh, but, you know, America's in a mess and we're finally coming to grips with that. Uh, and the war is spiritual. Uh, and we seem to be losing the war. And if you step back and look from the 30,000 uh, foot uh, level on, on, you know, just what's really going on. I think the problem, I know the problem in America lies at the doorstep of the church. Mm. Yeah. God's church, and I, I'm going to be a little critical here, but God's church is not equipping his people to live biblically. They go get entertained on Sunday, and then they live like uh, the world does on Monday through Saturday. Uh, and Paul Blair is one of the top 10 preachers in America. He puts together an all-star cast. We invite 100 pastors and their wives for three days and three nights of intensive training at a resort-style hotel. Uh, we charge them $99 a couple. And that includes most of the food, all of their lodging, and unfortunately, Timothy plan, and, and we don't have unlimited funds, but we know it's God's money. It's what he called me to do. Uh, we underwrite the rest of that cost. But God when these pastors and you poured into the first one we did here, the big one we did in Orlando, and thank you for being part of that. Uh, but the last day, uh, and that's where I, uh, I get tears in my eyes, the last day, these pastors get an invitation from Paul Blair 
if they want to be part of the Liberty Pastor Network, you know, it's not a denomination. They can keep their denominations. If they want to be part of this, they go forward and sign their name on a scroll that's in the front of the room. And Alex, I don't think we did that in the one you were at. Yeah. But every single pastor with tears in their eyes go up and sign that role. They are permanently transformed and equipped. Uh, they're guys that get it anyway. The, you know, we're not going to we're not going to invite the, the career guys who are just entertaining and trying to fill seats. But the ones that get it, uh, they are not equipped to deal with this culture biblically. And this yeah. Whips them, and uh, you know they are forever changed and networked together. We have about fourteen hundred of them now over six states, and uh, we're oh, just amen. we're just beginning. It has to happen at the church. If God isn't front and center in it, we're wasting our time. Yeah, and Art, I, I really applaud you. Uh, this is so much like what we're doing with Karis Bible College and uh, Andrew Womack with a Biblical Worldview series. I oh, mean, Karis and, and Truth and Liberty, they're doing so many good things. I kind of came to the table around the topic of Biblical Worldview because, you know, uh, George Barna says there, there are maybe 100 million American adults that are born-again Christians. They're something like 345,000 Protestant churches, half million ordained ministers. Look, we've got the numbers. We've got the infrastructure. If we would get engaged to call our culture to Jesus and to morality and what hangs in the balance, folks, if you're just tuning into this conversation, uh, really, honestly, what hangs in the balance is our constitution and our liberties and I know my home is in heaven. I know I'm on my way to be with Jesus. But look, till I get there, I want to live in a free, safe, prosperous America. And I'm sure you do too. Well, hold that thought, folks. We're going to go to calls. And we're talking with our friend and colleague, Art Alley of the Timothy Plan. We're going to start in a beautiful state, Missouri. Uh, every time I've been to Missouri, it's just been great. But Frank, uh, you've been holding for a while. Thanks for holding. Welcome to Truth and Liberty, Frank. Yeah, thanks for having me and asking a question. It's awesome li listening to you guys. Yeah, a biblical Praise view. Uh, uh, my, it's a simple question. What? It, what is godly stewardship? And I, I wanted to ask about a mutual funds. Uh, are there mutual funds uh, that are like towards uh, Bible schools that a person could tag into a, a, a mutual fund for himself or or whoever, somebody that's uh, that's uh, in need of, and and desire and hunger and want to want to study the Word of God. Hmm. Great. Art, what do you say? First, let's take two parts. What is godly stewardship? Well, uh, godly steward, the Bible says more about money and stewardship than any other subject by far. It's just not being taught to God's people, unfortunately. And that's why we did the biblical stewardship study course. It's on the website. I would commend it to you, sir. It will give you... Uh, all the resources, the scripture verses, 
uh, from cradle to grave on how to handle money and what real godly stewardship really is. But basically, it comes uh, from an understanding. You know, I used to travel the country sort of like you do, Alex, and, and teach this course. And I taught it to financial advisors because they've been trained by the world. And my first question to them was, whose money is it? And every voice in that room would say, well, it's God's money, of course, because they were all Christians. And then I say, you're all lying because you're not employing it as if you really believe that. Uh, look at what you're doing with it. Look how you're spending it. Look how you're saving. Look how you're investing with it. Uh, and that's why I'm so encouraged, uh, like with the Target example earlier in our conversation, people are waking up finally. They just weren't paying attention. Not they don't care. They just weren't paying attention. And uh, stewardship is simply understanding it really is God's money. And how would he want you saving it, spending it, staying out of debt with it, investing it? Uh, and one of the biggest problems we have, and it, there's a whole a whole um, segment in that course on estate planning. I don't know any Christian that does estate planning biblically. We do it and the Art, way. Let me say this. Us. Forgive me for interrupting. Uh, I've pastored two churches. I've spoken in 2,000 churches, literally. And as, as a minister for 30 years, I've done a lot of funerals of godly people. Art you would be shocked to know how many Christians die without a will. Yeah. I mean, it's heartbreaking. And I'm talking well-to-do families that have been successful and there are assets to be handled in a godly way. And, and let me just encourage people out there. And then, Art, I want you to comment. But folks, please do, do yourself, uh, do your family a favor and the blessing of having a will. It is just, frankly, I, I'm going to say disastrous when a person uh, dies. And listen, I know you don't want to think about dying, but I, I don't know. I feel like if, if you're if you're 20, even at 20, 21, you need a will. Am, am I right, Art? Well, you're kind of substantially right. Alex, but the problem with that is we write these wills the way the world teaches us to handle it. And that's okay. basically accumulate all you can. And when you die, you leave it to your kids. And that that module on estate planning exposes the danger. You think you're doing them good and you're really harming them in too many cases. Um, it, there is a, I mean, Think of the good you could do to the kingdom uh, if you would get better balance in your estate plan. But if you don't have a will, don't worry about it. The state has written one for you and you're not going to like it. Uh, so you're right, Alex. Yeah, but uh, go to that biblical stewardship study course. Go to the estate planning module. Go through it. It makes it so clear on how we've been just do even if you have a will you're doing you're not doing it properly you're not doing it biblically uh mm -hmm. and you're 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 thinking you know you're showing your love to your family by leaving them whatever's left after you're gone uh but in too many cases it really destroys families it destroys relationships because you put money on the kitchen table and you put your three children around that table uh, it's amazing how 
their whole personality changes. We got a little off topic. I'm sorry about that. But you mentioned nobody wants to die. Well, there's a great song out there. Everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. Well, that's yeah. the only way to get there. Um, anyway. Amen. Yeah. And uh, Frank, I, I think... Let me answer Frank's question. I, I, I'm sorry. I got off track. Being a godly student. Frank, it seemed like in the second half of your question, you were asking about Christian colleges and Bible schools. Um, I, I don't know about if mutual funds would apply to that, but I know there are some some scholarship funds that deal with helping people go to Christian colleges. But did, did we help you there some, Frank? Frank? Well, I'm not sure if he's still there. But the number on, fund, we got off track. Yeah, 719-619-2341. Uh, uh, Art, let, let me ask you this. Um, with estate planning, and I know there are estate taxes, and like you say, if, if you don't have a will, the state has one for you. What What is uh, a legal but ethical Christian way, maybe ahead of time, to shield your assets from taxes and to be a godly handler of what you've got, uh, you know, before you die, so that when you die, the tax implications are minimal. Absolutely. And we don't have enough time for that one, Alex. Go to the module. It deals with all of that, of the kinds of things you can do. But uh, we need to start handling the resources God has blessed us with biblically. The second greatest gift God ever gave us was his word, first being Mm -hmm. Christ. Uh, and we just don't pay attention to it. It's all there. And in this course, I've done all the work for you. All you have to do is uh, open the thing up and go through it. Amen. And then call Amen. me and let me know if it made a difference in your life. It really does make a difference. Amen. So so let, let me ask you a question, uh, Art, about tithing. Because, uh, I, and I, you feel free to disagree. And if I'm in the wrong, you correct me. But I really don't think God's favor and God's increase and blessing, I just don't think that valve gets turned on in your life until a born-again believer is tithing. What do you say? Well, you know, tithing is, and I've got a whole module on giving. And unfortunately, in most churches, the word stewardship means the obligatory tithing Sunday, where, you know, people stay home because they don't want to hear it. That's because they don't have the foundation that builds up to that. But tithing is not giving, Alex. God makes it clear in his word. The first 10% is his. So, and it's not, you know, people say, well, I tithe. Well, I give 2% or 3%. A tithe means 10%. Right, right. It's his money, not yours. He considers it his so if, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you're never going to have me on again. I'm probably offending everybody out there. But no, this is great. This is great. The, the 10% belongs to God. If you're not tithing, you're stealing from him. You're not giving until you give over and above the tithe from your 90%. But if you really understand it's all his anyway, then you ought to give 100%. In fact, there was there was a, a guy named R.G. Letourneau. Remember him? You know that story? 
Build I actually, the- listen, Art, I had the privilege last year of preaching in uh, what was the, the home church where the Letourneaus went to church. But yes, wow. folks, listen to this, R.G. Letourneau. Wow. Well, it's just a good example. You know, I mean, this guy was the inventor and builder of the huge land moving machines and became very wealthy. And he got to the point and he was very, he got it. He understood it was God's. He was giving away 90% of his income. And someone came up to him and said, Mr. Letourneau, how can you give away 90% of your income? And his response was pretty simple. He says, well, I shovel it out and God shovels it in, but God has a bigger shovel. Uh, so he got it. I mean, it's yeah. you cannot outgive God. That is not a, a quaint saying. It is a trite saying. It is true. It's his money. Yeah. He wants you to be open handed instead of closed fisted with it. And that's where this biblical stewardship seminar really goes through that. And Alex, yeah. I'll tell you this. I used to teach it in churches where they you know, want me to come in and, and, and teach some of the people. And generally about 20% of the membership would show up over a weekend. And every church I went through this course, I hope there's some pastors listening to this. Every church... The following Sunday, their offerings went up somewhere between 25 and 75 percent because yeah. people Amen. understood the foundational principles behind giving. Amen. Amen. And and let me say this, folks, listen very carefully. If you're just tuning in, we're talking with Art Alley of the Timothy Plan and of the Boot Camp for Pastors, just a, a great man of God and an incredibly astute voice regarding stewardship and finances. Uh, I read the biography of R.G. Letourneau called Moving Heaven and Earth. And folks, get this. Uh, it was in the Depression. And R.G. Letourneau, I'm sure you've heard preachers talk about him. He famously gave away 90%, lived on the 10%. He died a billionaire. So yeah. he didn't just tithe, he flipped it over. But here's the thing. Um, in his biography, it was in the middle of the Great Depression, and he was bankrupt and was like $26,000 in debt. And you've got to understand, folks, that was just an un immeasurable amount of money in the Great Depression. And okay. in the middle of being bankrupt, he told his wife, uh, we're, we've got to trust God. God is our source. And that's 26000 in debt, the Great Depression. He decided to give away 90% to the Lord and keep the 10%. And that's just when it went vertical. Now, that is faith, isn't it, Art? Well, it's understanding it's God's money. I mean, yeah. that even allows you to keep 10% is amazing because it's all his. He wants you to, what, what's our purpose? Why does he bless us with money? And we got off track on mutual funds and all. And if you want me to explain that, I will in a minute. But our real responsibility of the assets he blesses us with is to fund the kingdom, not to build a vacation house down in the Bahamas and three others up in the mountain. You know, you're the most unhappy people in the world are the ones that win those lotteries. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. You goodness. know, 
they they they're trapping themselves. If you open your hands, it is God's money. If you really believe it, act like it. And there are so many different ministries. I mean, yours. Uh, you ought to be supported by every single listener here. Send him some money. He needs it. Well, he doesn't Praise need it. God. But, you know, he's got to stay on the air. We got to keep him on the air. But we need to open our hands. Amen. Amen. And listen, folks. No, come on. Uh, because, folks, our purpose, if you're a born-again believer, praise God, you know Jesus. Praise God, your home is in heaven. But I honestly believe, Art, that every Christian has a role to play in the Great Commission. Amen. And God, God blesses us to help uh, further the boundaries of His kingdom and, and Art, I got to tell you, and then I want to get back to some financial uh, uh, content that I think will bless people. And folks, if you've got a question for Art Alley or myself, the number is 719-619-2341. But I had been a believer just about two or three weeks. I was going to church on a Sunday night because the church had Sunday night services. And there was an elderly retired pastor uh, I've told this story, but folks, bear with me. Buford Smith, he's in heaven now. And he looked at me and he smiled. He said, young man, will there be anybody in heaven because of you? And I, I kind of stammered. And I said, well, uh, anybody in heaven is because of Jesus. He said, that's a good answer. He said, but young man, do something with your life so that somebody would be in heaven because of you. Now, Art, that changed my life. 35 years has gone by, but that challenge reverberates in my soul every day that we can do something. Uh, thank God for Billy Graham. Thank God for Charles Stanley. But what about you and me? We can do something with our life, our abilities, our substance, so that somebody would be in heaven because of our life for Jesus. That's that's the Christian's purpose, isn't it, brother? Bottom line, that's all that really matters. You know, we can talk about all this other stuff. Uh, but God does equip you with certain gifts and talents. Not everybody, certainly not everybody's a Billy Graham. But he puts you where he plants you, and he expects you to use those. But, you know, he's got a great sense of humor. He also gave us free will. And with that free will, we usually choose to do the opposite of what he wants us to do. And the end result of that is never good. You know, God's way only works every time. Uh, and if we do it his <laughs> way, it's amazing. Uh, God's got a pretty good track record of keeping his promises, a pretty Amen. good track record of 100%. Am I right? Amen, man. Yeah. So, hey, uh, forgive me, but I, I want to lay this out there. What is a mutual fund? Yeah, that, a lot of people don't. You know, everybody invests in them, but most people don't understand what they are. They go to a financial advisor and he puts them in mutual funds. They don't know what a mutual fund is, let alone what they're invested in. Uh, and a mutual fund is not that difficult, Alex. In a nutshell, it is a, uh, let's just, take a basket uh, 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 for a specific purpose. And let's say you wanted to start a mutual fund that would invest in blue Cadillacs only. You could do that. 
And if people are silly enough to put money in that basket, the manager will take that money and invest it in blue Cadillacs. And however much money you put in is your portion of that overall fund. But in the real world, the mutual funds, they can be stocks, they can be bonds. We got one fund that's a defensive strategies fund because I'm concerned with where we're headed. And it's right. it's really it's it's there for in case the wheels come off. Uh, but you can uh, you, and you should diversify. But every mutual fund is professionally managed. It is completely diversified. It's the most regulated industry in America. Trust me, we have to deal with that every single day. Uh, but you know we do it right, so we don't worry about that. But you know, it is a nice way for somebody with any amount. You can invest as little in a retirement plan, an IRA. And I mean, we've got the whole array of everything uh, for any amount, $10. For a non-IRA, $1,000 is a minimum. And there's a reason for that, Alex. Uh, okay. Do I have time to tell a quick story there? Uh, uh, we got about a minute uh, till the break. I'll tell it real quick. I get, okay. uh, you know, we, we've got people that answer the phones all the time and everybody was busy. And one lady called in and got me because I was the only one not on the phone at the time. And she says, sir, uh, you know, I'm going to invest in, in your fund. I just heard about it. And I says, well, fine. That's thank you. And she started talking a little bit and I got kind of a check in my spirit. And I said, well, can I ask you a question? Yeah. I said, uh, she said, what's your minimum? And that's what triggered it. I said, well, $1,000. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you have any debts? Oh, yeah. We own a car and some furniture. We own a house. We own, you know, charge cards. I said, well, let me suggest that the best way to invest is pay off your debts first before investing. Then Step two is build up a reserve for when stuff happens so you don't have to interrupt your investment program. And then you start investing. Right. And she wow. said, oh. Hey, hold that thought. Well, We've got a brief pick break. It up. Can I pick it up in the other half? Well, that's the rest of the yeah, story. We'll, we'll pick okay. it up. Stay tuned, folks. Truth and Liberty is back after this. This is a godly nation. It was founded upon godly principles. God is calling us to rebuild His house so that He can manifest His glory in the midst of a corrupt and pagan world. I would argue that America has been more prosperous, more successful than any other nation because we've done more in reading and applying the Bible. It is the history for Christians to speak out and to make a difference in this nation. Hey, you know, a big part of what we do here at Truth and Liberty is to provide you with the resources that you need in order to stand for truth in the public square. So I want to remind everybody to go to our website and check out our resources page at truthandliberty.net slash resources, where you can find material that discusses just about every issue we're facing today in our culture. And these are things that are prepared by our strategic partners and some of the uh, most influential and important organizations in America today. It's not enough to know what God's will is, but you have to learn how to do things God's way. Now, because of the new man on the inside of me, because of the cross, I can daily deny self. And if you don't learn to do that, you're not gonna fulfill all God's will for your life. 
You know, you don't find the beginning of God until you get to the end of yourself. Welcome back to the program. Alex McFarland here. So honored that you're watching. Hey, by the way, the website truthandliberty.net has such great content, articles that attorney, pastor, commentator Richard Harris has written, some of which I've written. So you can go to truthandliberty.net slash subscribe and you'll get so much good content. You know, uh, some of our frequent guests, people like David Barton and Bill Federer and Pastor Mark Cowart and Dwayne Sheriff and so many people. Look, folks, we're living in a, an age of challenges. That's for sure. We're in a battle of worldview, but we're yeah. living in an age of rich, rich content, uh, defending truth, defending the word of God, defending the fact that our nation, our beloved United States of America was based on biblical principles. So do me a favor, if you would, tell somebody about Truth and Liberty. Subscribe, get our e-blast, get our content, because what we want you to do, we want you to be encouraged. We want you to grow deeply in all that it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ, that we together, together we can be salt and light and call our nation to truth. Well, one person that God has been using mightily to do that is our, our friend and our guest tonight, Art Alley of the Timothy Plan. And what a unique ministry. Art, uh, I want to thank you for being with us tonight. And we're, we are going to take some more calls if you want to ask a question, a financial uh, question or something related to the topic tonight. The number is 719 619 2341. Let me just throw this other number out here too, folks. A lot of numbers, but hang with me. If you need prayer tonight, if you need some spiritual encouragement, or maybe you want to know what does it mean to be a born-again Christian, here's the number for spiritual help and someone to pray with you. And from God's Word, we're going to share with you what the Bible says about uh, God's solution for your needs. That number 719-635-1111, 719-635-1111 for spiritual help. And then, of course, for questions, 719-619-2341. But Art, before the break, you were telling a great story. Uh, oh, cue this up. A lady comes to you and she's in debt. Now, and you gave her some wise counsel. Continue with that, if you would, brother. Well, uh, the, the rest of the story is the next day. Uh, the, the receptionist starts asking around because we got this angry guy on the phone. He says, I want to talk to that guy that talked to my wife yesterday. And I mean, he sounded mad. And they, they wandered around and finally they figured out it was me. Uh, so he called, are you the guy that talked to my wife and told her not to invest in your company? Well, sir, I don't know. Was she the one, you know, and he said, yeah, that's her. Uh, I said, well, I didn't tell her not to invest. I just said, you know, a better way is this, this, and this. He said, well, I got to tell you something. Uh, I want to thank you for giving her that advice, but she's a stubborn woman. She's going to invest anyway. Uh, but, you know, you can only do the best you can sometimes. He wasn't mad. He just sounded a little gruff. Uh, but man, I, I am so proud of you guys for that prayer line. We live in a hurting world and oh, uh, yeah. opening that up, that, that what a blessing that is. But uh, 
you know, if people have questions about investing in mutual funds, uh, I love to deal with those questions. But, you know, what we do is we won't invest in companies that are trying to destroy us, basically. Yeah. yeah. Most people don't even understand a mutual fund, let alone what the mutual fund invests in. Call us. If you give us the name of your mutual fund, we have a tool called the evaluator. We will tell you, if you give us that name, you know, we don't charge for any of this. We'll tell you how much money that fund has invested in companies that are supporting and funding abortion and pornography and the LGBTQ plus plus and anti-family entertainment and addictive things like alcohol, tobacco, gambling. Uh, we can tell you, you wouldn't know, even if you knew the names of the companies, you wouldn't know what they're doing. Uh, and what a blessing that has been. It's an eye opener for people. You don't have to figure it out yourself. We do it for you. Oh, well, amen. Uh, I've got a question for you, Art. Um, how resilient do you think the American economy is? Oh, man. Well, that's why we have a defensive strategies, just in case, you know, hmm. uh, this administration uh, has done more to destroy a healthy economy than any administration in the history of America. Uh, it is not stupidity is on purpose. I'm convinced of that. And really? they are heading toward total control. And we're, we've been, you know, I teach a, a, a Bible study in Revelation and we're there. I mean, we're living in these times. Um, yeah. You know, it is nothing like Art Laffer. I don't know if you know who he is, but what a brilliant economist this guy is. Uh, he once said, you know, I could fix this mess in a long weekend. All it takes is the right leadership. America is a strong country still. Well, not so strong. I mean, we're bankrupt with $32 trillion in debt. That doesn't seem to bother anybody. Uh, but, you know, that's that's what's going to crush us. That and the biggest risk to we're getting off track on investing, but the biggest risk today to mm -hmm. our liberty and freedom is digital currency. They're okay. getting ready. They're getting ready to flip that switch, Alex. And when. Paper money goes away, which you can keep in your hand and spend where you want, even though it's fiat money. Digital right. currency uh, with the technology there and the artificial intelligence and all the rest, they will control how and if you spend your money. If they don't want you driving five miles from your home, your little digital currency card will not work. It won't buy you anything. It's like you have no money. If you're using too much gasoline in a month, it won't work anymore. In their opinion, they will control right. everything. If they control your ability to spend money, it's kind of a precursor to the mark of the beast. Uh, and we're working on a potential alternative to that, which is a digital currency backed by gold, where it's your own account. If we can work that out, I'm working with some of the Florida leadership now to see if we can do that. Uh, but that's the biggest Amy. risk. Uh, I hope everybody uh, well, I've got up to that risk. Uh, yeah, and folks, listen, this is why the persons you vote for matters. This, this really 
this is so significant. Art, um, how close might we be to a cashless society? I mean, bring us up to speed because this, this is huge. And you are absolutely right. The people that control the grid, and that, that's why I'm, I'm so concerned about uh, you know, all of these self-driving cars and electric cars, because yeah. look, if, and your, so your ESG score, your social, you know, profile score, if you're one of the deplorables, you know, the powers that be just might switch off your life. I mean, right. and this is not science fiction. This is reality potentially, isn't it? I think they're a lot closer, Alex, than we think they are. Uh, my friend, Kevin Freeman, is the authority on this, and he just released his new book, Pirate Money. If you want to learn the risks of digital currency, he documents it in a very easy-to-read way. It's only a little over 100 pages. But then the value of that book is toward the end. You know, if you get it, read it all, because toward the end... He gives you potential solutions that we can do. The only yeah. question is, will we? Okay. Um, yeah. Hold that thought. I want to take another call here. I want to go to AJ. AJ in Colorado, he is a subscriber to Truth and Liberty. We thank you for that, AJ. Thank you for holding. Welcome to Truth and Liberty with our special guest of the Timothy Plan, Art Alley. Welcome, AJ. Well, thank you for having me on. I was wondering, does uh, Timothy Plan's investments return compared to the ESG investment? Well, uh, experience, you know, returns are a funny thing because everybody thinks very short term. Uh, I think long term. You know, there are going to be times when returns are higher and lower and you, you just do it on a long term basis. But the ESG scores with these corporations scrambling, and they're starting to back away from that finally, because they're figuring it out, it is negatively impacting their ability to earn a good return for their shareholders. Uh, so by not investing in the ESG companies, uh, you're investing in company. If you invest in companies that are profitable and consistently profitable and don't have a lot of debt and run a good tight ship, you're gonna do well, okay? Day-to-day, uh, -day, don't look at, at returns day-to-day. -day. But over time, would you not agree if you invest in a profitable company and you're one of the owners, which the shareholder is, would you not do well? Does that make sense? No? And did. Uh, Art, I mean, like Warren Buffett would famously say, you've got to be in the market for the long haul. Um, just uh, be in, be out, day by day. Day traders, hourly they traders, they that's a good way to lose money. You've got to be in it with a long, a long commitment. Is, is that right? And you also have to own good companies. And that's why we have professional money managers managing everyone of our funds, you know? Some people think they're smart enough to do it themselves. Uh, Alex, there are 8,000 publicly traded companies domestically, and we have international funds as well, and that multiplies it even more. How many, how, how would you know which of those 8,000 are the best investments to make? 
That's where right. the money managers, they got the tools to be able to filter through all that and find the best companies to invest in. And if you invest in, you know, it's long term, but you also have to own good companies. And that's where you need the uh, expertise of the top tier money managers. So does Timothy produce competitive returns? Yes. And we've proven that over 30 years now. Uh, we're managing $2 billion in assets across 12 mutual funds and seven exchange traded funds, which I really like. Um, but are and, we- And what are those? Top, top performer? No, we're not always. Are we always a bottom performer? No, we're not always. Uh, but a good consistent return is what our goal of all these managers are, and they're doing a good job on that. All of the mutual funds that uh, the Timothy plan represents, how many companies would that comprise? Oh, my goodness. So we've got 12 different funds, Alex, and every one of them owns somewhere between 100 and 200 different companies. So wow. it's, it's across the waterfront. Uh, but, you know, some of them are bond funds. Some of them are high yield bond funds. Some of them are ex uh, we got exchange traded funds, which are index funds. Uh, we the biggest mistake people make is not diversifying. You need to take the money you're investing and spread it among all kinds of asset classes, because I don't care what these geniuses out there try to tell you. Nobody knows what's going to happen tomorrow. Right, and as long right. as they're well managed and, and the good managers are owning good companies uh, and they're finding out these woke companies are, are maybe good companies in the past, but it's costing their earnings to try to kowtow to these woke agendas, and we won't own those companies. Uh, right. Economically, they're not doing well, but uh, the pursuing the unholy agenda is why we won't own them. Right. And, that and help all of, yes, yes, I believe, I think we've lost AJ, but uh, oh. uh, all of the companies in the Timothy Plan funds are companies that a Christian could invest in in good conscience. They're they're not going to undermine your Christian values or your patriotic values. They they are uh, good places that that a, a believer could invest in good conscience. Right. Good way to say it. That's right. Not, yeah. not there, are, there are no biblically good companies pursuing a God agenda. But there's a difference between companies that are just operating for the benefit of their shareholders and those that are pursuing an unholy agenda. Those are the ones we will not put in any of our funds. Um, you mentioned a few minutes ago uh, cryptocurrency. And I mean, the only one I've ever heard of is called Bitcoin. But um, for my benefit, but also viewers too, what is that? Okay, what is cryptocurrency? I mean, is it a stock? Is it... What is it? Well, you know, my IT guy keeps talking about our computer things up in the cloud. I look up in the clouds, I can't see it. Digital mm -hmm. currency, I mean, if you don't understand it, don't do it. Uh, you hear these great success stories. Uh, it's, uh, I don't fully understand uh, uh, um, cryptocurrency. I do understand digital currency and the dangers of that. There's a big difference there. 
So, um, so there's a difference between crypto versus digital? Well, digital is where we're headed, and we're headed there pell-mell. I'm telling you, we're, they have been working on this for years because it gives total control to those who are trying to assume total control. And it's basically right out of the socialist communist playbook. Uh, mm -hmm. If you can control the masses' money, you control the masses. You dictate what they do and don't do. And, you know, the goal is to eliminate private property, eliminate anything that's biblical. You know, private property is a biblical principle. Our founders Amen. founded America on biblical principles. And the other side is actually empowered by the evil one, Satan. And he yeah. wants to do everything against what God says. And that's where all this transgender thing and all this has come. It's spitting in the face of a holy God that created two genders. He created marriage between a man and a woman. He created everything that works. And what these people are doing is trying to change all of that into stuff that's leading to total disaster. And they don't care because they can't see that. Um, anyway, I don't know. I'm sorry. I well, get on my no, no, this is important because, you know, um, what we're seeing is uh, with the abolition of private property ownership rights uh, and like you say, just the push to go digital whereby the people could control how much you could spend and what you could do with your money. I mean, ultimately, uh, it would mean that the only entity that has rights is the state. So one of the beautiful things about America, and uh, folks, listen to this, John F. Kennedy in his 1961 inauguration speech, uh, John F. Kennedy, a Democrat, JFK, said that the rights of man come not from government but from God. The Amen. role of government is not to give you rights. The role of government is to guard the rights you inherently have from the hand of God. You know, I mean, that was JFK, and it sounds like David Barton or an evangelical right. talking. But well, that was a different time. time. That was a different it was. time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, America is predicated on a number of very godly things, but the idea that every human being has rights, not given by the government, not contrived by man, but inherent rights, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, that are rights given by God. And isn't it something, uh, Art, I, I was reading about world history, that for you know, 6,000 years of world history, there were kings, but there were peasants. And suddenly, among ev everything else, America is birthed, and just very quickly, the standard of living goes up, and people of all strata, if you live right, work hard, live within your means, you can create wealth. America has done more to enrich the lives of people uh, in many ways, but yes, financially. Uh, America has created a standard of living plus a lot of wealth. And that's just un unparalleled in world history, isn't it? No nation has ever done this. And we're only a couple hundred years old. Uh, that's true. You know, it's always some tyrant is running things. And, and that's the way 
the greedy human people that we put into power, that's what drives them. Government wants to become God. Mm -hmm. So you depend on them, not on God. And it's time God's people stood up and say, you know what, enough is enough. Uh, and you mentioned voting. Well, uh, you know, volunteer at the voting, they cheat on voting. And, you know, these guys, just like a third world country, uh, they predetermine who's going to win well before the election takes place. Um, we've got to eliminate vote fraud, let the people speak and stand up and speak. And they're starting to, Alex. That's what encourages me. We're finally mm -hmm. waking up out of our stupor. But, you know, the mm -hmm. real key to all of it is it's always about the money. So watch out how you're spending it. Don't frequent somebody who's trying to destroy you like a target and, and Anheuser-Busch, if that's your real. Uh, but how you invest mm. also matters. Uh, you yes. know, these people that are avoiding Target, Alex, Yeah. if they looked at the companies in their mutual funds and we can do that for them, they probably own Target stock. Uh, so Really? Yeah. Uh, you know, wow. we need to be a little more consistent. But uh, the average guy, I mean... He doesn't have the tools to figure this out. That's why in the investment side, we do it for you. Just call us. We're glad to, this is a ministry God has given us. Uh, we're not trying to get rich because we give it all away. We support probably 40 different ministries, although we probably don't Amen. contribute to truth and liberty, but maybe we should. Uh, but huh. the boot camps and all these other things, uh, it's his money. We know that. We don't just believe it. We know that. It's and God's money. It's hey, God's let's money. take a call. Uh, folks, we're talking with Art Alley. What a privilege to have Art of the Timothy plan on tonight. We're going to pick up the phone. It's going to go down to Florida. Uh, Jeanette in Florida, uh, thank you for holding and welcome to Truth and Liberty. Hey, Alex. This is Jeanette from PTS. Oh, folks. Now, i got to cue this up. Jeanette, hang on. <laughs> Uh, among the among the degrees at Karis, the the School of Practical Government, and that's how I got on board nearly a decade ago. I had the privilege of teaching in practical government, and Jeanette, and not only in the government classes but in the speech classes, you are a jewel, just one of the greatest students oh, ever. <laughs> how, how are you oh. doing, sister? I'm fine, thank you. It's a little sweltering here in the Orlando area, but I had to call. I do not know Mr. Ali, but I do invest in the Timothy Plan. And I first heard about them oh, just over a couple of years ago on the radio. There was a gentleman here who had a financial program on the radio, and I would tune in. And I ended up calling the Timothy Plan, and they referred me to a Christian financial advisor here in the Orlando area. And I went to see them. They did um, um, an evaluation on those investments that I already had with another company. And I was horrified, horrified at where my money was going. So I moved them over to this Christian organization, the financial advisor, and I've been with them ever since. And well, the gentleman who runs it, Yes. So the gentleman who runs it as another endorsement is very friendly with Matt Staver, who has an office in 
North Orlando somewhere. Well, Matt is my next door neighbor. Uh, Matt's a great man. Jeanette, thank you. Jeanette, thank uh, you. God bless you. I know it always warms your heart to hear great testimonies like this for the Timothy plan, doesn't it, Art? Well, it does. But, uh, you know, I, I walk down the hallway and half the time these guys on the phone with people are praying for them like your prayer line. Uh, you know, we're not here to sell stuff. We're here. We're in the service business and we understand that. Uh, and I mean, they're praying because uh, there's a hurting world out there. And it just warms my heart that uh, people like that. Uh, and we've been blessed to have, I don't know, we've got about 35 people at the headquarters staff here, all solid Christians. It is the mission God's given us. And that's, you know, we're not going to offend him. Amen. Jeanette, thank you for calling in. Do you have a, a follow-up question well, for yes. Mr. Allen? Yeah. No, no, it's not a question. It's just to say that my financial advisor prays with me every time I either talk to him or see him in his office. It's awesome. Great. Great. Praise God. You God hear that, audience? That's the kind of advisor you need to find. Amen. Amen. Hey, Art, give that website one more time, would you? Sure, I will. It's timothyplan.com. Timothyplan.com. So I want to ask you this. We've only got about four and a half minutes left. There is wow. a parable. The, the Lord gives a parable of a man that had 10 talents, a man that had five talents, a man that had one talent. And, and the guy with one talent buried it in the ground. I want to know what, what are your insights on that parable of the talents, Art? Uh, go to the Biblical Stewardship Study course. I've got that one right in there. Uh, interesting you would ask that. But yeah, you know, God expects us to be responsible with the gifts he gives to us. And too many people are either lethargic about it or, and these are people going to church on Sunday morning. You know, when yeah. Paul Blair starts these boot, pastor boot camps, and we have done 14 of them for over 1,400 pastors, uh, he God. starts with a question, and it's a question every single Christian ought to be asking themselves what? part of your life is God not Lord over. Wow. And, you know, we, we tend to make them, you know, the Lord of our religious box here, but then our real box that we live in, uh, you just leave him out. He's a Lord over all, or else he's not the Lord at all. Uh, so, you know, Jesus, uh, he died for us, but um, we mm -hmm. need to be stepping up and living for him. And that's what uh, we started this show with. But You, you know what I uh, think about? Uh, i uh, got to ask you for, for America. I love America. Art, I'm like super too. duper patriotic for a lot of reasons. I've traveled the world. I've been in third world countries, developing nations. Uh, in terms of land, freedom, wealth, achievements, my goodness, America has given the world airplanes, air conditioning, and penicillin. All right, God has blessed America. What kind of a grade would God give us uh, of, as stewards, as a country, uh, with all that America's been given, what kind of stewards have we been? I, I'm afraid in recent years we'd get a grade F. What do you think, Art? 
if you back the bus up, we'd get an A. But right now, I think you're right. I mean, we are, uh, well, geez, we're the top exporter of pornography in the world. We lead the world in world trafficking. You know, in that great movie, if you haven't seen it, folks, go see it, Sound of Freedom. Uh, Amen. We need to wake up to what's going on. And most people, unfortunately, are still a little unaware Unless it may be your daughter they snatches off the sidewalk, then you become very aware it is a serious, serious problem. We would get an F right now, but like uh, Art Laffer says, if we get the right leadership, this thing could turn around overnight. We are a powerful country, uh, but we've gotten, you know, and uh, Ronald Reagan kind of got it. You, you mentioned Kennedy. You've got to defend your freedom in every generation because it's under attack. Yeah. And we have been unwilling to do that. Now we're trying to do it, you know, uh, this, these boot camps have nothing to do with Timothy, but everything to do with Timothy, because if America goes down, it ain't gonna matter what you do. Uh, you're gonna go crushing down with it. And the solution is in the churches of America. The pulpits need to reignite the fire that used to come from them pulpits and equip their people uh right. Christianity hey, listen, is a bad state right now you'll be happy to know and i give god the glory i and my staff we've had 1250 teenagers middle school and high schoolers in seven camps this summer and let me tell you we talked to these middle school and high schoolers about god and country and saving america and they respond enthusiastically. I think it would be encouraging. Hey, we're out of time. An hour and a half. Art Alley of the Timothy Plan, uh, you're a great American and a dear brother. I I want to say God bless you and thank you for being with us tonight. Oh, my honor and thank you, man. Uh, You are a blessing to America, Alex. Folks, this has been Truth and Liberty. Alex McFarlane, I want to thank the crew at Andrew Womack Ministries, Karis Bible College, truthandliberty.net. Tell your friends about Truth and Liberty, but tell everybody about Jesus. May God bless you. Thank you for joining today's Truth and Liberty livecast. You can watch today's and past livecasts in our archives at truthandliberty.net. Our goal is to educate Christians and connect them with resources and organizations to help them impact their sphere of influence. You can help us accomplish this by making a donation at truthandliberty.net slash donate. Join us next time for more Truth and Liberty.